Welcome back to this week's episode of The Property Pod. I'm Meg Sparrett from Mortgage Navigators. I'm David Sweeney of PropertySolicitors.ie. And I'm Anya McLaughlin of AML Property Services in Cork. So, Mags, today we are talking all things mortgages. Mortgages, myths and misconceptions. And by God, is there plenty of them out there. You know what I mean? I think, you know, for, for some reason, a lot of information has got into the market that has no relevance to a mortgage application oh i i i can say firsthand i completely agree um i think everybody is just terrified when they hear the word mortgage and they're first of all lots of people well, I'll never qualify for a mortgage. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's lots and lots of different. And, and they're so nervous on you. People yeah. are so nervous of the of the mortgage. Yeah. Initial assessment yeah. conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I say to all my customers, this call is not recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Please speak freely. But it's it's also like the first step into adulting. You should no. Obviously, people might have kids before yeah. and their family. Sorry, I don't be flipping, but. Buying a house is like, oh Jesus! Yeah, it's I'm a huge, like, it's, it's a, a big huge deal. undertaking. Yeah, yeah. It's a big you deal. know, so most people worry about doing something for six months rather than okay, this is a massive yeah. asset that you're yeah. buying. Years. And by the way, you know, you're going to be paying it off for yeah. the next yeah. twenty five years. It's, so it's, yeah. it's a huge, it's a huge, it's a huge undertaking. And look, there is due diligence done, and is the mortgage application process yeah. going to look at everything you've done over the last six or twelve months? Yes is yeah. the answer. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like going for a job interview. Yeah. You need to present the best version of yourself. Um, so like one of, one of the myths so is uh, spending, discretionary spending. <coughs> say, say um, uh, I was going to say my wife, but I won't. <laughs> say, say someone has like, likes, likes shopping, yeah. likes going on holidays, likes, you know, likes uh, extravagant goods yeah. and maybe puts that on a credit card or put it on... Um, yeah. I don't know, maybe just paid out their own bank account every month. Yeah. Like, does my lifestyle have to change? Uh, um, maybe. Okay. Um, is the answer to that because there is actually yes, no, yes or no. So, life has to go on. My wife's actually very frugal. She doesn't have... So, <laughs> so I should take that back. David is I take that back. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. If you saw yeah. David's lovely jacket now last week, <laughs> yeah. you know, he can definitely see it. It didn't come from the store. No, 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 no. David is the spender, I'd say. <laughs> so, I just want to say that. Just take that so no look i suppose what the bank are looking for let's is that life does go on and life yeah. has to continue yeah. you know genuinely it really really does and you know the worst thing you can get in actually is a bank statement and there's no spending in yeah. the last six months and you're okay. like oh my god how are you living yeah. you couldn't possibly be living yeah. and the best way to descri- describe a mortgage repayment you have to be able to afford a mortgage repayment on your worst month okay you know what i mean and yeah. if you think about that yeah. your worst yeah. Yeah. month yeah. the mortgage repayment still has to come out so if you're spending and some people say to me what if i'm tapping my car 10 times a day yeah we don't care we yeah. really genuinely don't care once we can look back over your bank statements over the last six or 12 months and see sorry my phone is ringing um, we can see that the mortgage That's repayment your husband there now ha- we saw something on the credit card does it known as a delivery <laughs> online <laughs> yes just arrived at home happen. that does happen um, but does it matter then where you're tapping the card like does does it matter that your uh, pubs, restaurants, nightclubs, like not does, really? Does it, no, more kind of genuinely, okay. it doesn't. Okay. No, so like what we're looking for is your salary comes in on the first of the month. Yeah. From the first of the month to the thirtieth or thirty first of the month, 
is there enough money left over there every month to pay a mortgage repayment okay. or in some shape or form have you demonstrated the mortgage repayment okay. I was talking to someone actually last weekend about this demonstration mortgage repayment so he was saving let's say 500 euros a month he had a mortgage and then he was saying oh um one month the car broke down and they took some money out of that sure and he applied for a mortgage and the mortgage company said to him well hang on a second you're actually going back to you should have just mortgage maybe saved 400 euros a month put 100 euros into another yeah. account and not t- touch that 400 yeah. euros so kind the reality of thing. is is that you have to prove it over a minimum of six months and right? consistent isn't consistent it? so he's obviously very tight on demonstrated repayment ability i would think on yeah. that particular client because if i took a point in time let's say first of january to the first of july i'm literally taking the starting balance in in january to the ending balance in july i'm minusing it off and dividing it by six that has to show the mortgage repayment if you're like we've had clients and they'd, they'd on the phone call they'd say oh i'm saving 1500 euros every month you're like oh my god this is fantastic but they're saving it but they're taking out seven or eight hundred euros as the month oh, goes right, on okay. mm. so they're yeah, actually yeah, not yeah. you know what yeah, i mean yeah, so yeah. like going back to spending habits no problem do what you need to do yeah but you have to be able to pay your mortgage repayment yeah. and your other debts uh, and I, your I, I suppose one of the other myths is that uh, someone might have other loans like yeah. oh, gee, I can't even apply for this mortgage because I have yeah. a car loan or I have a student yeah. loan or yeah. some other term loan that I might have taken out yeah. like what's is that the same type of um, that's a different bank? actually okay. assessment so that's actually affecting your net disposable income okay. so we'd have clients coming to me and they're saying oh well look I have a loan do I need to pay that loan off yeah. before I apply for a mortgage the answer is no if you can afford both of them okay. so there's two assessments that's done when there is other lending so it's net disposable income which means your take-home pay at the end of every month plus allowing you to live right okay um that has to be able to have enough of a surplus to service the the mortgage repayment and service any other lending if that's tight then we're having a conversation yeah, about the sometimes yeah. I, see, I see loan offers come in and there's a special condition that the you loan must has pay to be paid. Off loan, loan yeah. car agreement, credit yeah. loan in it. On that, probably, sorry, Anya, um, on that assessment, David, if, if that's on a letter of a condition or if it's yeah. a condition on the letter of yeah. offer, there is obviously a deficit on the net disposable okay. income. So that, the loan that has to go. two or three hundred euro they're paying on that it, loan or might be, needs to go. Yeah, it's financially yeah. stressing them. The other um, assessment criteria when there's lending, it's called debt service ratio. So the maximum banks would like is 50% of your net disposable income to service debt. Okay. Some banks would actually be nearly 40. Okay. You know what I mean? So like, and it's it's true. You know what I mean? I had this cli- a conversation yesterday with a client. You know, she's a div- divorcee took out a loan for a car, her repayment is 900 euros, you put a 15 or 1800 euro mortgage on that every month, she's financially stressed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I automatically thought that you had to have your car, you couldn't get a mortgage if you had a car loan, but then obviously people have like lease leasing 100%. and everything, so you but can. But you, yeah. you should be able to afford both, both. you know what okay. I mean? And that's the reality. Yeah. Life has to continue, and we said this earlier on, it's a huge commitment. You're probably going to have this mortgage, folks, for the next... 25, 30, 35 years. Life continues, circumstances changes. So as I say, you have to be able to pay back that mortgage on your worst month. Okay. And what about a bad credit history? That can have a problem. Okay. So, and genuinely it can. So depending again what it is, and we, I think we touched off this yeah. on, on another pod. Um, if it's a credit card that had a mispayment five years ago, it's back in terms and conditions, Yeah. fine. 
if it's a mortgage repayment and we had one of these not so long ago where they had missed their mortgage repayment four times in the last 12 months okay that's a problem that's an issue that is a problem that's signaling to the bank that you're actually not a good bet okay from a, from a, a lending perspective okay, but what if they're borrowing less money they Did still won't like it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. They still you know, won't like it. Maybe they're downsizing or yeah. maybe they have yeah. just... Yeah. They don't need as much. Yeah. They, look, if you can mitigate it. Yeah. There's okay. All, like, all right. Okay. If you can mitigate yeah, yeah. it, then you can present it. And there is yeah. cases that, you know, it's a timing issue. Sometimes we'd see a misdirect debit and you'd see a referral fee on, on a bank statement. Yeah. But if you really delve into it, it yeah. could be the day just before salary. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. by that? And it returns... Bank holidays or something like that. Or something something to go. like that. So, like, if we can find a reason and we can mitigate it and it's not indicating financial stress yeah then we have a case to present okay. an underwriter yeah i think um another thing that comes up always is the gambling um on today's examiner yeah. i was actually shocked to see that one in 30 one in 30 people have an issue with gambling in ireland wow. that was on the examiner yeah. um but i suppose there's a multitude of different things like it's it's online and yeah. it's all different demographics but like if someone just bets the odd, um, let's say tenner on the Grand National, but like it's only maybe once or twice. Yeah. Actually, one question was the Irish Lotto. So yeah. if you have lots of people have an online thing yeah, for, or for work or, or syndicate. Yeah, yeah. So, for example, if I had an online Lotto thing set up on my phone, would that show up as a, no. a red flag? Yeah, no. So, OK, will we see it? Yes, of course we will. Will we have to say that we've seen it? Of course we will. That 10 euro a week should not be financially stressing you. But we have cases where we're seeing petty power for tenor Tuesday, petty power for 50 Friday, petty power for 100 euros on Saturday. That's the problem. Yeah. Like that is an absolute problem. Um, should there be gambling, regular gambling on your on your bank statements? No, no is the answer. Like, because what from a bank's perspective, and I suppose I always say to my clients, just think that you're the bank. They're sitting there with a risk hat on on them. And they're they're have no doubt about it, probably starting with a no and working to a yes. And they're saying, if I yeah. like, you know, I'm handing this customer four hundred thousand, will they pay it back? Um and if they're seeing that there's the potential that they could gamble that mortgage repayment, then yeah. no, is, is, yeah. is the answer. Um, so I suppose in general, gambling will signal a, a red flag. Yes, is the answer if yeah. it's substantial yeah. enough. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But as you say, Anya, the, the, the weekly lottery, the grand national tenor, no problem. <laughs> Okay, there's one other Dave, thing there. Dave, I mention something really bold here, folks. And if he was close enough to me, I'd like to have you throwing a kick under the table. O- only fan subscriptions is what I'm going to say. People are these are like so popular now with people. If a bank was to see that on a statement, how would they approach that? Depending again how, okay. how, how substantial amount. it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that question. He's been burning, answered. folks, since we oh. started this podcast. <laughs> ask that question, just so you know. Uh, one other myth, I suppose, on, on the mortgage journey is that someone who's just applying on their own. Yeah. Uh, so, like, is, is that like, is there much barriers to do that? You know, yeah. is, is it a tougher process? I'd have customers ring me saying, "I'll never get a mortgage because yeah. I'm going for a mortgage on my own name." Yeah. Um, and is, is it, that, is is it, it tough? No, sorry, yeah. are the concerns that I won't get the mortgage or I can't afford a house with my salary? Both. Both, okay. Yeah, yeah. both. Um, it, it's the same criteria, which yeah. is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're taking, if to the joint application, there's two salaries and you're yeah. lending four times the combined yeah, salary. Yeah, yeah. When it's a sole salary, yeah. it's reducing the amount you can lend. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, it is. It, can they get a mortgage? Of course they can. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the exact same criteria. Um, but their purchase power their is, purchasing is reduced. Their power yeah. is absolutely yeah, yeah. reduced. And yeah. look, you know, and I'd be saying to some of these clients, you're, you may be boxed into purchasing a new property because you can avail of those schemes the, to the, help The schemes you. are there for, yeah. for, for new bills. Yeah. Hopefully which is that, tough. Yeah, which like, is tough because the purchase price of new bills then is higher. So yeah. like it's, it's a double-edged sword. So like they can get the 30000 from the help to buy scheme. They can get the first home scheme. Yeah. But instead of buying a house for 285000 they now have to purchase the house for 375000 Should, should the developers you know? be building one bedrooms? Banks don't like them. Okay. Yeah, no. And I would say people's circumstances will change, David. Yeah. And this is yeah, the, the yeah, thinking yeah, behind it, you know. As well, yeah. um, and we, we, yeah. we know we have. Um, a, an issue here with property in Ireland you yeah. know it's peaks and trucks you yeah. know what I mean yeah, so yeah. that's fine I yeah. buy a, a property one bedroom apartment by myself today I'm with, with no partner no yeah. children and next thing I meet someone yeah. you know what I mean and we have a child yeah, we're yeah. stuck in a one yeah, bedroom yeah, apartment yeah. so you can see why banks yeah. w- don't have huge yeah. appetite for sure. them uh, one of the other myths I think is that if I get a mortgage I'm stuck with that bank now forever. Oh, and that is the biggest myth yeah, that's out okay. there. And I suppose we're in a market now um, where customers really need to pay attention to their existing mortgages. And I, I'm not saying this from a sales perspective, but it is <coughs> the biggest financial commitment customers have. We change our ESB suppliers yearly. We change our Vodafone, our Leas, our VHIs yeah. regularly. Yes. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean by yeah, that? Yeah. But yet, the biggest expense on our doorstep yeah. is our mortgage, and people are like, oh, well, I'm stuck now with Bank of Ireland, but I actually realised this recently. I didn't realise... Uh, well, I, I, God, that doesn't make sense at all. I'll start that again. Um, uh, with my mortgage, I, I contacted them. I just assumed that I wouldn't be able to change the terms and, and conditions on it. Um, I was on a fixed rate, and I was on a variable rate, and I just yeah. assumed that I'd have to stay on that. And... Uh, because I'm uh, self-employed, I thought it'd be much more challenging to change banks. Yeah. But with my own bank, I went on to a different fixed yeah. term, <coughs> and like the savings were massive, huge. Okay. And I'm like, shocked. I, I literally, I, I put it off for so long for some reason. I think yeah. when you're self-employed as well, you you automatically think actually that when it comes to mortgages, it's far more challenging. Yeah. But um, that and was it's something. Not. Yeah, it's not. Well, it, it still is now. Like to be, you know, they they, they look for a lot more information, but the change. So going back to the switching, and I'll come to self-employed, from a switching perspective, we now know that we have a cohort of customers, approximately 70,000 in the next six months, about to roll off a fixed interest rate that they fixed four years ago. And I have some of those clients that I would have done a mortgage at 1.9%. Wow. and they're going to be offered four pints yeah, seven, yeah, five yeah, yeah. maybe wow. or more percent. Their mortgage repayments are going to jump, no joking, Three between four hundred a month. More, more David, more, depending yeah. because wow. they probably bar- borrowed a lot more than oh, what people would have borrowed sure, ten yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, so you, they could see their mortgage repayments going up Three, five, six, seven, eight So those customers do not put your head in the sand. Yeah. You need to f- two things. And I had a client this week where t- they had a fine mortgage over 400,000. Coming off at 2.8% as it just happened, right? But they were still able to get a 3.65% in the market. Okay. So like there was a saving yeah. of a whole yeah, 1% yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, That's yeah. huge. Over 20 years. Huge, huge, yeah, huge. Yeah. huge. Yeah. They're, <clears throat> you know, is it an easy process? There's, I'm not going to sit here and say it is. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. It is a full mortgage application. Yeah. It's a full new assessment. And yeah, it's unfortunate yeah, yeah. that we haven't done yeah, yeah. better yeah, uh, yeah. From, from a lender's perspective in that. 
the cost, David, and you'll confirm this, is not expensive from a solicitor's perspective. No, it's not to, as much as switch. if you're buying a house. No, no, it's only half. Like, yeah, absolutely. Even, yeah. And a lot of the banks, like you pick Haven Mortgages, will give you two to five thousand euros for the pleasure of switching. Yeah. So there is always financial ways to switch right the only thing is is that you still have to have the loan to income um ass- yeah. assessment criteria yeah um, i was actually thinking that we might do a full podcast on switching 100 because yeah, it's, it's, it's so topical yeah, and yeah, switching yeah. rates have yeah. dramatically dropped yeah. in ireland yeah, yeah. dramatically yeah. dropped yeah, yeah. and it's probably because people were afraid to switch yeah. because interest rates were going yeah. up and yeah. up and up but they're going to go up. up again so well i don't know um yeah, who knows? Might, yeah. but if they go up again so n- <sighs> there's lots of people we all we all bury our heads in the sand sometimes about things like this. Exactly. And I think uh, the switching thing is is such. And I say yeah. to, I've had customers ring me, and I'm not joking. And if anyone I've done a mortgage for, they know that I'm not there to sell a mortgage. Yeah, I'm yeah. there to yeah. carry them through the yeah, next yeah. thirty years. Yeah. And I've had customers ring me with a mortgage of one hundred and fifty thousand, and I'm yeah. saying to them, "Do you know what? Stick where you are. Yeah. Just stick with. It's not yeah, your yeah. Sa- yeah, not yeah. going to save yeah, yeah. enough yeah. money yeah. now to, yeah, to yeah, move yeah. over. If your mortgage is over two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. or two hundred thousand, even you need the to cumulative effect of all that interest Absolutely. per month. Yeah, pick yeah. up the phone to yeah. a mortgage broker, someone that's going to offer you free advice. But pick up a phone yeah. to a mortgage broker and say, "This is what I have. Is it worth?" and you'll get sound advice coming back to your self-employed self-employed customers normally come shaking because they're like oh dear god yeah (laughs) is this going to be really difficult yeah and the answer is yes you have to not not, the answer is no but (laughs) (laughs) sorry the answer is no to reclarify the answer is no (laughs) but we have to like a like a a PAYE we have to prove that income has been sustainable and unfortunately for like a PAYE will come in with a salary cert employer will confirm full time permanent position all that good stuff for a self-employed person the only only way of knowing that the income is sustainable is by looking back so you're into your tax return for two years exactly yeah exactly and it needs to be consistent this mm. is you know and once it's consistent it is the exact same process like there's that that initial assessment just requires an extra layer of documentation so it shouldn't be more um difficult i suppose it's just you yeah. have to produce the document so they carry out the same due diligence as they would with a paye exactly exactly so right, that's great listen thanks yeah. very much that's thanks a great very episode, much everyone. mags i david sweeney of property solicitors.ie I've been Anya McLaughlin of AML Property Services in Cork. And I'm Meg Barrett of Mortgage Navigators.